I'm Hugh. I'm Linda. Together we're Hinda. And this is Hindacast. So guys, we're afraid we have two confessions to make. The first confession is that we did record a show yesterday. We were ready to put it out and somehow the file got lost. You have no idea why. <laughs> Second confession, it was probably the worst, most scattered episode we ever did. I thought it was good, actually. Well, I enjoyed let's it. see. And probably third confession, this one won't be far behind. What, as in it won't be the best we ever did? No, it'll be scattered. It'll be scattered, It'll yeah. kind of be scattered. First thing, it's first thing in the morning and we're running out to work. So, and, and second of all, it was that kind of an episode. Yeah, that's it, very it true. kind of, it wasn't particularly about what it was about. It was more about everything that had happened before. It was a very enjoyable episode. I really enjoyed it. Mm. But there isn't a lot to say about it. No, no. It, it opened up with Cam on the bed, talking to Lyndall, and you could cut the tension with an absolute knife. He had done a Dan in that he looked different in my eyes. He just felt different, looked different, and he just had a mean look about him. It wasn't Cam, it was Cam's evil twin. Yeah, that sort of thing. And even the clip back to the dinner party where he said he just wasn't a man for her and he just horsed the food into his mouth. It was just like a nightmare, wasn't it? Was it was uncouth, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. It, it was just terrible. And he was unapologetic. Of course, yeah. There was just no apology. So, well, I, I, he basically said, I think, I think he said, it, I thought it was a good thing. It was a good thing, really. Yeah, well, he was kind of yeah. explaining to her that it wasn't a bad thing that he said it. Yeah. You know, and she was kind of going, well, like it wasn't a good thing. <sighs> but again, she was taken and she was considered, she was measured in her mm. responses. She wasn't mm. over emotional. She was upset. Obviously, she was disappointed and yeah. hurt. But, you know, I, I still think she was considered in her replies. And then in classic math style, they wanted to give a bit of light and a bit of shade. So they gave us a bit of light and they handed in the computer with the wedding on it. And they actually responded quite well to it, funnily enough. They both, yeah, they were both kind of looking at it thinking, well, obviously they were thinking how good it was on the day. And you could see Cam was smiling and he, his mood mm. definitely brightened. And, you know, at one stage I thought it was a glimmer of hope. Oh, I think that was the idea. I think it was just to give us that false glimmer of hope, to be honest with you. False sense of security. We know all about that, don't we? False sense of security, yeah. We moved on then to Rupert, Rupert and, and Evelyn. There's something there that they just won't click with us. I keep saying Yvonne. <laughs> oh God, Jesus, seriously. Is that a man's name, Yvonne? Uh, I think so, yeah. Wow. I think so. I think so. Now, that had a very different feel to it. Well, there was tension in the room. There was just nothing between them. Sure, there wasn't really. There was no conversation. There was no communication. It was just nothing. They were both doing their own thing. She packed up her stuff and went without even saying goodbye. Yeah. And there was no wedding vows this time. Like, as in, they never showed them. Sorry, they never showed them the clip of their wedding. No, they didn't. No, because I think it was probably a waste of time or they refused it or something Well, yeah, like didn't that. they say, oh, look, they've already made up their mind and there's no point in wasting any time and the mm. whole business. So they didn't see, you didn't see them going home and kind of deliberating or nothing like Not that. Not at all. No, no, no. There was just were. no coming back from it. All of a sudden, they were getting dressed and going out and going to do the deed. Yeah, didn't um, Rupert look very smart? He did. I'd never seen him looking so well. He looked great. But he, he still really acted like an absolute tool when it got to the bells. Yeah, I don't What is wrong with him? He was right back to Rupert Mark 1. Yeah. And you realise that he'd made no growth whatsoever. I thought Evelyn was perfect though. I thought she played her part perfectly <laughs> again. She's a pro. She She's is been at just it for years. Flawless. She's she just is your flawless. reality show pro. She looked him up and down. He couldn't say a word and she goes, okay, I'll go first. Yeah. In other words, here I go again. This is the whole relationship in a nutshell. 
And she was, it was succinct. Oh, yeah. It was straight to the point and she off. got across everything she wanted to say. <laughs> and fair play to her. I think she'd been holding that back for a while. Shortest vows ever, pretty much. I vow never to see again, never to continue this. You're a total waste of space. You couldn't man up. You took me, you six weeks to take me on a date. I gave you every indication I could that I was interested in you and you couldn't step up. That was basically it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And his vows weren't an awful lot better. Remind me again what his problem is because I can never get a handle on it. What oh, he it? said something like um, she didn't put her best foot forward oh, yeah. in the relationship. Like what planet is he living on? Again, delusional. I suppose we can only go on what we see. And in what we see, she was endlessly patient with him. She was really, really nice to him. She was supportive. And she gave him everything. And every opportunity, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. she pretty much did. You and know? he never, he never got into it. Despite what the experts are saying about let go and you need to get involved and then you need to feel something and let yourself feel something. <sighs> he was still guarded the whole way through. And look, this is what he got. I mean, he was going on maths. I'd love to know what sort of a woman he'll end up with. Like, is there just a chance, and I've, oh, I'll ask this one more time, I think I've asked this before, maybe twice, maybe three times, is there just a chance he just didn't fancy her? No. <laughs> I okay. didn't fancy her. I think she's gorgeous. Well, I don't particularly, you know that. Yeah, no, but I there you go. It. So I, I just wonder, is that it? Is is there something he just couldn't bring himself to say it? But I don't know. He just, he, he did worse than that anyway. Look, it was very matter of fact. It was click, click, click up to the, the venue, said her vows and yeah, okay, goodbye. And I don't want to be changing diapers anymore or something like that. <laughs> which is like, he needs his diaper change. And, and he did. Like, I mean, she was only short of breastfeeding him. Let's face it. Oh, God. He should do everything for him. So I think, you know, they both took lessons from it. Yeah. And that was it. It was done. Then the wow. water. Done and dusted. Wow. Never to be seen again. Off they went. And there was no really awkwardness as such in that she pretty much said, right, there you go. See you now. Bye. The only awkwardness was him beforehand where he was nervous and he was looking for drinks of water. And then afterwards he said, oh, I was going to go in for a hug. Mm. But she was already, you know, left a building at that stage. Yeah. Elvis has left a building. Yeah. Funny enough, they said to each other, you look nice. When they started, we'll remember that for later on. That's important for later on. Is it? Yeah, All right. It okay. Is. I'll take it your is. word for it. <laughs> it is. It is. Oh, no, they didn't say they look nice. It was the other way around, actually. They didn't say they look nice to one another. Because okay. that's what she was waiting on. Like, she was waiting on him to say, at least you look nice. And he did. Yeah, there was that big pregnant pause at the beginning before she said, oh, I guess I'll start. Sorry, I got that one wrong way around. Now, Tani and Ollie. I mean, they did everything to try and make us believe that they weren't going to there was a possibility one of them would say no. No, but come on, their love's young dream. I know, but they have to give us a bit of attention. Now, they effed it up, actually, by showing them the wedding vows and their, their previous wedding. Yeah, true. Because, let's face it, they were both hugging each other and crying. The hope and, oh, no, love. no. Well, actually, he didn't want to see it. Yeah, it's because he was mortified with himself and he didn't think he looked well and he didn't think he, he presented himself well, which was cute, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, like, like, that's probably the thing. That's why he'll always be a voiceover artist, you know. That he didn't have the confidence. Well, I think, you know, in his, in his, um, piece to cameras, I thought he was very confident. He's really improved. Yeah, we, f- we finally saw a bit more of the fact how he can actually do the thing. You, you just wonder what we, what we were given at the start. Was that a true representation of who he is? Yeah, true. And he was that stumbly at the start, you know. But the distance has to be a factor. It's a long, long, long way away. It is. But at the same time, the fact was that there they were and the distance between them in the fact that they were separated for three days or whatever, that was a huge deal. 
It was yeah. really hard for them. They really, really missed each other. But he enjoyed going home to his family. And again, it kind of, it reminded them how much he missed his mother and his sister. And, you know, in the beginning, they said they were very cl- close. The three of them were very close. Mm. And they were both very protective of him. So it must be devastating for them to see him move across the country as well. Yeah, but he's happy. And uh, this is part of the love. show. And anybody who has ever watched Married at First Sight would know that there is at least always one or maybe two distance couples. Yeah. And distance in Australia is a big thing. Unless you put people in the exact same city, they're going to be a fair distance away. So look, he more or less made his mind up that he was going to move to Sydney. Mm. And then we were kind of thinking it was very suspicious on her wedding morning. It looked like she was actually staying in an Airbnb or a hotel or something like that. Yes. Because, you know, that room that she was in was definitely wasn't hers. <laughs> like, definitely wasn't hers, let's face it. She must have had a great time when you think about it, like... The apartment in Sydney, where most people have to compromise, was actually twice the size of her apartment in Bondi. At least twice the size of her apartment in Bondi, yeah. This one that they put her in seemed to be three and four times the size of her apartment. And she was on her own. Yeah. Probably just for the night, (laughs) you. Maybe they were trying to turn her off. Maybe they said, right, if you say no and give us loads of drama, we let you have a year in this apartment. I doubt it, I doubt it. But so, the vows were gorgeous and oh, the scenery was gorgeous and the children yeah. looked gorgeous and it was just gorgeous. It was. On in. It, was. Know, it was. It just was just lovely. Look, it was exactly what we expected. And they couldn't get enough of each other. They were hugging and kissing and yeah. cuddling and, and it was just, yeah. it was e- perfect. Even when he tried the whole distance is a factor and I'm really worried and they changed the tone of the music. It was like, go on out of that. Well, you he know. just had to read her facial expression. She wasn't a bit worried. No, no, no. And, it, and he got emotional. And when he got emotional, she was putting her hand up to him. And I, if it walks like a really, duck, if it talks like a duck, you know. If it quacks like a duck. Is it? All right. <laughs> Go with the programme, you. Okay, well, it's look, stuck. I've got my vows written down. <laughs> oh, it was good. Yeah. Right, so then we moved on to the, the start main, of the show. The main event. Mm. The main event. Back to Cam and Lyndall. What did you think she was going to say, Hugh? Just honestly, what did you think she was going to say? Oh, I knew she was going to let him have it. I hoped she was, but I was absolutely very apprehensive. I was thinking, you know, she was so upset when she was talking to her mum. Mm. Well, yeah, I was going to say we should talk about the meetups. The mother. So she's talking to the mother and you could see the genuine concern in that woman's eyes. That woman's a good woman. 100%. You yeah. know, a respectable woman. Yeah, she is. And she just wants the best for her daughter. She just wants her daughter to be ha- happy. Mm. And she knows what Linda's gone through in her in her life, you know, and she just literally doesn't want to see her crying and be sad. And, and she was honest and said, maybe he's not the man for you. Mm. And she did a mean trick on Linda. She turned wine into squash. What the hell was that about? Yeah. She definitely came out of, that, out of the yeah. house with a bottle of wine. 100%. Yeah, no doubt about because it. Because I was looking at her, I was thinking to myself, because it was late when we were doing it. It was late in the evening. I was going, oh, I'd love a bottle of wine now. <laughs> Just a glass. A bottle. A bottle, okay. <laughs> yeah, she brings out a bottle of wine and I was oh, I was thinking, that looks like a real Aussie bottle of wine, a Chardonnay. There's probably a bit of product placement, actually. That's what put it into my head. I said, we'll probably see the label now. And all of a sudden then, they were drinking mango juice or something. No, it was pink stuff, wasn't it? It was like, it was like pink sorbet or something. You know about yeah. these fancy Some things. sort of juice. No, it was juice. It wasn't fancy. There's nothing fancy about it. Okay. I'd say it was a cordial or something. Yeah. So, yeah, but they were drinking that it instead of the wine. Fancy cordial. looking going, where the hell is the wine gone? That was just teasing us. <laughs> it was teasing each other, really, wasn't it? Yeah, very strange. Very strange. She voiced her concerns in a nice way, I thought. But that was only on camera. I wonder what she said otherwise. I'd love to know what you said. Yeah, I'm thinking it was me and it was my daughter be saying, listen, you need Mm. to get a grip on yourself. 
bit like here at Bronte, you know what I mean? You'd, you'd love to know what was said after. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, look, we'll never know. Um, him, on nope. the other hand. Him, on the other hand. Well, he, he met the, the middleman buddy and he met Skanky him. Skanky t-shirt buddy? No, well, in fairness, he, he cleaned up his act. He obviously heard the podcast. Yeah. Because he cleaned up his act. Bit of product he, placement on his shirt. It, yes, absolutely. He was actually in workwear, but the cleanest workwear we've ever seen in our lives. And that I w- did kind of think, you know, if I ever moved to the Northern Territories, might use that construction company. Absolutely. <laughs> that T-shirt had never, our polo shirt had never been worn. Never seen the light of day before. No, no, no. Funny, funny. And your man was like, well, in fairness, he was nice. He, he kind of said, let her down gently. He didn't try and talk him out of it. There was no cap or cloak on it that Cam was going to say no. No, there was absolutely not a hope in hell he was going to say yes. There was nothing there. There was just nothing there. Oh. He felt nothing for her. Worse, he was definitely going to say no. No doubt about it. And even the narrator said he'd say no. The dog on the edge of the pier knew he was going to say no. The mangy one. <laughs> Brindle. This Brindle colour. You have to tell me more about that some other time. So... We, for once, I think, the first time ever I can remember, we were into a final vow situation and we had no doubt that they were not going to sail off into the sunset because he was definitely going to say no. Yeah. The only little teaser they kept on giving us was the bit about her saying, hold on a minute before you start, I've something to tell you, whatever. And there was going to be some interruption and something that had never happened I kind before. of knew what she was going to do, though. I, I really did know what she was going to do. And then it compounded it when she started saying her vows. And by God, <coughs> were they vows. She was so strong. Yeah. Oh, she was. She was. She left them in no doubt. Uh, about the way he acted, about the, the keeping in lane thing that when he wanted her to stay in her lane, he'd stay in his. Yeah. And she. I think that's what, was that not when she was getting involved in, when he felt she was, was getting involved in other people's business? Yeah. It was from the very start he used that yeah. phrase when they were going in the car to the first dinner party and she had the information about Adam and Claire and he didn't want one bit of her getting involved in that. I think looking back, we probably only saw the sanitized version. Of that heated discussion, shall we say. I'd say that was a lot more heated. You have to say I called it about him. You did. You did. You said he was too sweet to be wholesome and there was something lurking beneath the surface. I Well, more than that, I said he was a bit of a bio. I said he was a man's man and you could see that he had very kind of male-ish attitudes. Well, personally speaking, I don't think there was anything manly about what he did and how he handled it. I really don't. And I'm glad I didn't hear his vows because I think he would have been just disgusted. I don't think Mm. he had it in him to let her down gently. No, no, no. He was ready with something similar. I have a funny feeling she was tipped off about it, actually. And that was that. He was cut off. Yeah. No. No, she was brilliant. I thought the vows are fantastic. And then, you know, the way she stopped him Mm. and didn't even want to hear his vows. Yeah. I just thought that was really good. You know, she just didn't want to hear. And he was disgusted he didn't have a say. (laughs) Throwing his vows on the ground like a baby. Yeah. To use the Aussie phrase, he spat the dummy and off he went. And we all went, hooray. Well, look, I think there's more to see in relation to Cam, Mm. um, given by the previews. Yeah. Oh, listen, there's loads to see about all of them. Um, Unless every one of you has lived under a rock uh, and you've done really well in avoiding the spoilers, you will know that every one of them virtually has a history and different things have gone on under the radar. I don't know. I think a lot of it is going to come out at this Well, they all seem very intent on airing their grievances. Yeah. I just wonder what's going to come out about Duncan. I'm worried about what's going to come out about Duncan. (laughs) Because I know something's going to come out. I told you that again. You should listen to me. I do listen to you. Jesus. Listen to me more. 100%. Yeah, right. (laughs) Well. You sound like Harrison. 
31 countries or 32 countries now are listening to us. So It's fantastic. Yeah. yeah. Like, certainly in the last few days we've gone from strength to strength. Yeah. We've had a few suggestions, guys, but not enough. So if you have suggestions uh, for what show you'd like us to cover next or some idea for a new podcast, we're looking for ideas what to do. We're definitely going to keep doing our podcast on a weekly basis, we think. Yeah, I think so. We, As you said in the last episode, we do have lives. We do have careers. We do have families. And a relationship. And a relationship. But we, <laughs> living, we just enjoyed this so much. I mean, it's just been such a journey. True. You know, three episodes, I think, to go, isn't it? This is... Maybe two, I think. I think it's two. Two more, two more. Yeah. yeah, the reunion. Can't wait for Sunday. Absolutely can't wait. Yet again, sitting here, 6am, Tuesday morning, wishing my life away. <laughs> <laughs> Barring huge technical hitches, we'll be back on the air next Sunday. Talk to you then, guys. Take care, everyone. Keep watching maths. Bye for now. Bye, bye-bye. Before you go, just a quick request. Please like and subscribe to our podcast. And if you can, pop on a notification. That way, you'll know when our podcast drops. If you'd like to get in touch with the show, you can email us on indicastreality.com at gmail.com. Indicast reality at gmail.com.